gonna do like on a film set, like one set with like a bunch of people just refer to Adrian nothing but senpai. <laughs> That'll be his prank. That'll be his April Fool's <laughs> prank. So annoyed that. He'd be like, what? Really? He'd be like, so Adrian, how was it with the training the new recruits? They kept calling me senpai. <laughs> I don't know why. No, like, like that's so wild. You gotta, you gotta talk to him normally, but every time you say the senpai, you have Right? Can you be like, I'm like, all right, and then, uh, Anthony, uh, we just put up the new gaffers. All right, cool. Uh, speaking of gaffers, senpai. <laughs> do you think you can take a look at that? <laughs> it just feel like, what is going on? <laughs> Oh my god, we're gonna have to do that. 100%. Okay. I sound good on your guys' end? Yeah, you yep. sound good to us. Alright, you guys sound good to me. Here we go. About 20 seconds. We're gonna start. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV-related news and topics. I'm your host, Anthony King, and as usual, sitting to my left is my co-host, Adrian. And of course, sitting in the control room is our technical director, Mike Cards. Welcome back, everyone. How you guys doing tonight? Pretty good. Doing pretty, pretty good, man. Yeah, pretty good. I mean... Almost out... Thanksgiving's basically almost around the corner. Pretty Damn, much. So fast. Yeah, what are you guys planning to do? You guys have any special plans to do for the holiday? Family, as always. Family, just, family, just food and family. Food and family. I mean, that's, yeah. What about you, Mike? Honestly, Adrian, I really thought that you were going to be like, you should start a new trend where you just watch Fast and Furious. Because <laughs> it's about family. What better movie to watch on a day of family? That should be like a Thanksgiving film now, right? I feel like it should because it's that's, just all about I mean, family. It's all about family. I mean, we covered this last time where we're like, there are no Thanksgiving movies. <laughs> well, I think there we is, found one. There is now. Yeah. yeah it's Fast about and Furious, man. Because let's go. let's let's be honest, uh, all of it ends with "Hey, this guy did shoot at us," but you know what? As long as you're at our cookout, you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you technically about to set off a nuclear warhead in the middle of Europe? Yeah, but a you came out to the cookout. You man. came out to the cookout. Flip the carne. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's burning. <laughs> You're cool. That's all it takes, man. It doesn't matter what you do. Mass genocide, murder. Just come to the cookout, Just man. come to the cookout. It's Your family also, now. You got to admit, that's great. The fact that movie spends millions on set pieces throughout Europe and the rest of the world, it always ends. Ends at the at same one, house. At the same, same house. house. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, the actual owners hate it. <laughs> I bet. I bet they were cool with like the first three and they were like, stop coming here. I mean, you got to have all those annoying people who love the film going to your house, right? And probably like burning out and driving along the street. I wonder if it's like the same crowd. I wonder if like the people who live at that house like resonate with the people who live at the Breaking Bad house. Mm. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure they resonate. Oh, like, without, like, you know uh, the people about? who are getting the... The people who own the house were getting pizzas constantly thrown on the roof. Yes. Yeah. Why? Why? Why would it be such an <laughs> asshole to do that? Have you seen what their house looks like now? No, I haven't. It's like gates all the way around it. There are yeah. signs all around it that are like you can take pictures, but I don't not on this side of the street. I don't blame them. I and really if, don't. And people are like, "There's a one guy that tried to record. He's like, oh, this is a house,' and the owner was already like, "Don't you fucking come over here!" And he's like, "I'm just trying to record, man. Just relax." And I'm like, "You know what? I get the anger in that person's voice." Because in the first, like, maybe, like, couple weeks, I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Take some pictures of my house. And then, like, from then on, it just turned into people's, like, entitlement of thinking, like, hey, this is from a show we love. You should be happy that we throw pizzas on your house. <laughs> the same thing. The Admiral Horror House, they changed out the windows because uh. people kept breaking in. Um, the Nightmare on Elm Street, which is on Hollywood, by the way. Um, oh, that one. That yeah. house, they, they end up changing the por uh, the front porch. And there's no house numbers because they kept getting stolen. <laughs> that sucks. That's so annoying, that's man. That's why we can't have nice yeah. things. Yeah, that's why we can't. Dude, just people, leave them alone, man. It's a house. It's in a fantasy. Leave it alone. Man, it's, this is the world we live in. Like we always say, we can never have nice things. Once you that's, have something too nice, people will always take that away. There's a reason why there's 555 five, five in every movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, we got some big news also for you guys. But first, we did forget on one key big part of news. It was huge news like two weeks ago. And wasn't we totally right? glossed. Yeah. We, we totally did gloss over, over yeah. Adrian. This hit you the most. Oh, it hit me hard. It hit you really hard yeah. when we found out uh, about this. Yeah, Kevin Conroy. Yeah. The, the one great Batman. The voice of Batman. Batman. If you if- ever watch... The Batman animated series, the one that came out in the 90s. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's played Batman pretty much ever since. Ever since, right? The last yeah. 30 years. Yep. He's if, played in every, pretty much in most movies. If, um, if you've ever listened to, uh, if you ever watched the Batman, the animated series, the New Adventures animated series, Batman, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, yep. uh, any of the Arkham games. Yep. Like, you just lost. You heard his voice. You, you heard his, his voice. voice. And even uh, Kevin Smith said that it was whenever we read the comic books, that's whose voice you're hearing in your head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, it's so ma- it's cemented. Where other heroes, I mean, not to downplay any other voice actors, but Spider Man's been played by 20 other people. You yeah. know, Wolverine's been played by multiple people. You know, it's always been other people. We never had the same the voice. The same guy. Yeah. The same voice from the begin, almost from the beginning till, well, not the beginning, but from our beginning of our childhood yeah. till now. Yeah, so that's so, gonna be a that, big, big loss for yeah, big loss. He DC was a lot of fans. Yeah, Batman. he was, I believe, sixty six. Yep, sixty six. Did it say how? Uh, intestinal cancer. Oh, intestinal. Oh my god. Yeah. God, he was so he was pretty. He's still pretty young. He still had some youth in him. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Yeah, he did. That's, that's, um, but yeah, big loss to you know to pretty much all the nerds out there, mm-hmm. to you know voice actors. Dude, my brother in law sent me a. An Instagram article that that was the first time I heard about it. Oh, really? And I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me, yeah, dude?" Yeah. I was, yeah. I was so bummed. I told Ashley, "I'm like, Kevin Conroy's dead," and she's like, "Who? <laughs> <laughs> like who? Who's that? Like, Batman. Batman? Voice of Batman?" She's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, that was everyone's attitude. Yeah, that was a lot them. of people's attitude. Though, everyone yeah. I told to like, they're like, "Oh, all right." I'm like, are you serious? Come on, dude. This is the big. This should be. a should be like breaking news right now. Mm-hmm. I bet it won't hit until like uh, if there's ever another Arkham game or anything like that. And people are going to notice. Yeah. And they'd be like, what happened to the other guy? He died. Remember? Mm-hmm. You said, oh, okay. Dick. And just to like uh, what I told Anthony last week was at the same time, around the same time, uh, Gallagher died as well. Now. Okay. That makes me mad. Now, the fact that I was like going through YouTube and like my news feed comes up. There was literally maybe like 40 second clip talking about Kevin Conroy, which was like, just here's, here's him, his age. Uh, he did this real quick and that was it. Versus Gallagher got like a minute and a half, almost two minutes of, of a whole segment. Whole like spotlight. I was like, man, this guy was not even that funny. Come on. No, he <laughs> no disrespect to the family, but come on. He smashed watermelons, man. That's come on. Yeah. Come on. Versus someone you who can, actually- You can do that gimmick. <laughs> Two, three times, and then everyone knows exactly what's going to happen. He had a brother, Gallagher 2, who did the exact same thing. See, there you go. Like, and for some reason, that was more prolific than Kevin Conroy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sucks, but uh, I mean, there you go. Yep, so rest in peace. And Lost like I said, it's going to be a heavy, heavy loss. Speaking, though, of another big loss over, not in the film industry, but somewhere else, Twitter. Tell it, Anthony. Tell it. Jesus Christ. Man, tell after it. after Elon had fired 50% of the workforce. Oh, no. 75. 75%. 75%. 75% of the workforce. The remaining workforce, he gave some harsh demands that he thought that everyone was going to follow through. He basically gave them an ultimatum. An ultimatum. <laughs> you're going to follow this new culture and you're going to work super hard. For me, mm-hmm. or you can get out. And guess what everyone chose? They got out. They got out. How many people did he say <sighs> left? I Not enough to run a company. It's like a skeleton, not even a skeleton crew. It's to the point to where it was like, keep in mind. What's like another 1,200 leave? So, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're getting over at for the I'm New York Times. This. Man. Like, what did, he, what did he expect, though? What did he really expect that was going to happen? Like everyone was gonna lay over and roll over because you, you're fucking Tesla, because mm-hmm. <laughs> you got rockets. He basically told everybody in a letter to all the employees left that he didn't fire of just like, hey, get used to working overnight, long hours on weekends, sleeping in your office because we're gonna use it to ramp up 2.0, Twitter 2.0, and 
and that only nothing less of the absolute best grade is acceptable. You don't like that? Here's a three-month severance pay. Yeah, so we got here. Some internal estimates showed at least 1,200 full-time employees resigned on Thursday. Three people close to the company said Twitter had 7,500 full-time employees at the end of October, which dropped to about 3,700 mass uh, to 3,700 after mass layoffs. So an additional 1,200 mm-hmm. comes out to what? What's that math? So yeah, 3,700 minus 1,200. What's you got that? about 2,500 left. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus, that's... I mean, and apparently he panicked on Thursday and locked everything like not just doors to Twitter after everyone left, but he locked down like computers, files, any any entrant drives like he locked down pretty much. He virtually locked down Twitter to keep from crashing because he was like freaking out. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're losing all the people who are actually moderating it. And then at one point he fired one of the lead moderators. <laughs> he fired some like some super head that was in charge of like profiles or something like that. Some lead engineer mm-hmm. fired him. Didn't even know was just going on a firing spree. He's just like, you're fired. You're fired. Basically, I don't know you, but you're fired. Went, basically, he was like the guy from Half Baked. <laughs> he was like, fuck you. Fuck you. He basically did that, but yeah. just fired. Didn't know. Had to call him back. And be like, hey, can you like come back and like do some stuff? And I wouldn't be surprised. The guy was like, yeah, sure. This is going to be my new salary now, though. (laughs) So whatever it was before, that's my monthly. (laughs) But he's so stressed to the point to where now he's looking for a new CEO. And when did it? When did this all happen? When he officially said when you officially bought Twitter, it was like two weeks. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Two weeks in and he's already ready to pack it up. Well, the thing is, like. What did he expect to happen? And after spending about what $44 billion? Yeah. He yes. should have known his actions were gonna cause him just to throw that money down the drain. No, but he's kind of those he's kind of arrogant. So he thought that Tesla does so well. Fuck it, Twitter's gonna do even better. Not realizing that it's completely two different companies. Two <laughs> different companies, two different types of industries. It's completely different. The other thing that I love as well is the fact that as soon as he said, keep in mind, people that he bought Twitter for the sole purpose of like, they're regulating us too much, keeping our voices down, freedom of speech. And this is why he bought Twitter. Freedom of speech, no regulations. He let Pandora's box open. He let Pandora's box open. Was like, you know what, everybody, now you're good. You can say whatever you want. Freedom of speech. What happened? Dozens of people made fake accounts calling themselves Elon Musk. And just went on a chaotic tweet rants about like the vaccine or like this market company or like this person's crashing stocks and stocks. crashing stocks left and right and to did- the point to where he had to get involved and shut down those accounts. It'd be like, you can't do that. And those same people are going, why are you doing that? You freedom of speech. <laughs> you regulating us now? <laughs> you trying to censor me? You trying to censor me? <laughs> like- I can't use your name and your identity and lie about fake products to crash stocks. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, and I feel like what leads this drive is I mentioned it before. It's like Willy Wonka's wall contract, you know, where it's like at the very top, it's like big, bold letters. Yeah. And it's, and it probably said at least in this like metaphorical sense, like freedom of speech. And then it goes down into the words about the, the tiny ru- font, the tiny font and the regulations that comes with the consequences of this. And it just gets smaller and smaller at the very bombs. Just like, yeah, you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like you have no idea what you just did. And so now he's ready to just somebody else to come in and take over. Cause he's done. <laughs> yeah, Dude, just- okay, the funny thing about Twitter is that I haven't used Twitter in like years. I think I think I made one for I, like 48 hours and I don't even remember the login. I've only ever made a Twitter for the company account and we have never used it. Never. I've never. I, I don't like Twitter. I signed up for Twitter only one reason. So I keep ta- in track with Cal Fire. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> because they actually keep up to the second. What's yeah, going on? Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, I see a lot of updates happening. So whenever there's a, uh, a wildfire, I always go on Twitter to the Cal Fire because they are on the dot. But other than that, I don't even. That's I follow it. people on there, but like, I don't, I don't, I don't care what you that. guys think. I Same. do not mess. Like I said, we're all bad at social media. Here, oh, so. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I barely touch Instagram to begin <laughs> with. So I feel like I'm the one who touches it the most. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, you do. I definitely say you do, Mike. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. But moving over to different type of muse, back to the film industry. Yes, moving back. So we have here is rumored in talks with James Wan and Jason Blum merging their companies into one mega horror powerhouse. That's right. How do you think about that? You got James Wan, you know, creator of Saw franchise, creator of the Conjuring franchise. You know, he's a horror movie franchiser, man. Yeah. He he knows what he's doing in that kind of industry. And then you got, of course, James Blum, who just... Blumhouse in general. Which so, wait, James Wan is Atomic Monsters, right? Is a uh, studio name? I think is that his studio because I'm, I'm I, I I keep seeing that name pop up over and over again. Atomic Monsters. Oh, uh, let's see. And I think that's his company. James Wan. Yes. Yes. Because he said that yeah, they're merging his company and Blumhouse together. Yes. So that's his. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's his, okay, okay. So Blumhouse and Atomic Monsters. So okay. So yeah, they did Conjuring, Lights Out, Mortal Kombat, and, and Malignant. Yes. Okay. That's where. Okay. Because I keep. I kept thinking like, like, what's this company's name? It can't be just James Wan himself. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. Okay. But okay. Yeah. There. It's right there. It so yeah, Atomic Monsters and Blumhouse coming together, possibly. How do? You, how do you are huge into both of those? Yeah. Realms, the specific Blumhouse. You're a pretty yeah. big Blumhouse guy. How do you feel about that? A merger happening between <sighs> two horror powerhouses? It sounds like a good idea, but when. I don't know if it's going to work out. Work out. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things where we both think like two powerhouses are going to make something awesome, but it just turns out shit. Do you think because you have two powerhouses, one's going to kind of collide with the other and trying to like be like, oh yeah, thanks for joining our studio. And then it was like, wait, you're joining our studio. You know, maybe oh. because it's when you have two power, you know, two either they lend each other their creativity, mm-hmm. you know, their creativity teams one to another, mm-hmm. or it's one of those things where, they're both in charge and now they're both at it where they're both throwing their ideas in and they both want their ideas in. Well, I could see this more playing off as like, you know, Jason Blum being the person who's more in charge of the executive production while you get, you know, James Wan is more in charge of like, you know, the actual directive creativeness of the, of the aspect. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, you see, you see how it plays well. One's more business, one's more creative. Yeah. But both are like roughly in the same realm of what they're working yeah, with. Yeah, horror. I mean, they both, I mean, they already worked in the past many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not the first time they've this yeah. this thought about. I'm pretty sure this just makes it more convenient legal wise for them just to like, oh, we, we joined together. You know, we could, you know, split the profits a lot easier and we don't have to go through a whole bunch of legal loopholes just to make a film. Yeah. Because they have to split up, you know, who gets creative rights, who gets residuals, who gets this, who gets that. If they're both making, you know, uh, a Conjuring movie. What was it? The go down the list real quick. Uh, so like, got, like Conjuring, like, yeah, Malignant, yeah, that stuff. And this is what, and this is Atomic Monsters leaving Warner Brothers, right, and moving and signing over to Paramount. Yes, yes, yeah. Because James Wan originally was with, was it? He was with, he um, was with Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Yes, but they originally signed him on to become the new like creative head for like DC for right? DC and for like two point three seconds, <laughs> and then he was like, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Honestly, yeah, I that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I would not want him as the DC head. He's yeah. more good for like this type independent, not independent horror, but you know, able to create a horror universe. I think they would probably they thought of him because they're since they're focusing on franchise. Yeah, and he has franchise. That's what they're thinking. Yeah, they're like, oh, he's a perfect fit. But we got some more stuff in news, Mike. You have some interesting things to talk about in news world too. What do you got going over there? Well, I have one of these things. So obviously Oscar seasons look coming around the corner in January or so. And the Batman has already put in their bids for their Oscar categories. Music. I'm guessing. Oh no. (laughs) Oh no. No. Oh no. I mean, that's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's one of them. One of the 15 categories. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> They've been Woo! in 15 categories. Music, costuming. They put in best picture. Screenplay, best adaptive screenplay. Best I'm director, best adaptive screenplay. Yeah. Best actor, best supporting actress, yeah. best supporting actor, best cinematography, best film editing, best production I, design. I can say cinematography. Best costume design, best makeup and hairstyling, best sound, best visual effects, and best original score. Original, original score, score yes. and... Original score. Cinematography. I can say those two. Hair and makeup. I see best original score. Yeah. Best cinematography. 
I want to say even a chance at best supporting actor with uh, Paul either Paul Dano because the the categories they have is Paul Dano, Jeffrey Wright, John Turturro, 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 yeah, uh, Peter Skarsgård, uh, Peter Cigars, Cig- I can't even fucking pronounce his name. Mm. Andy Serkis is in there, and Colin Farrell and Barry Barry Cogan mm. as the Joker. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not gonna be. Uh, but I could probably see Paul Dano in there as well I, as I see Paul Dano or like Colin Farrell and maybe best costume design because a very it was very creative with not only Batman's but also Riddler's and also yeah, the design true, yeah, and look of like yeah. the police officers the look the way they did Catwoman's. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that one too. Yeah. So I I can see a couple of those in there, but the rest I feel like are very they're reaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot. I mean, 15 submissions, though. That's a lot. Dude, 15. that's when you throw everything at the wall. Hope something sticks. Just hoping something will stick there. They need that They need that commercial for the Batman Blu-ray. Oscar nominated and winning for seven yeah, Academy, yeah, you know? Yeah, they need they that. They need that. Uh, other news, though, but I'm very excited about that one. Mm-hmm. More. So I didn't even know this was even happening, but apparently before the return of Johnny Depp, uh, there was talks of an all-female-led cast of Pirates. Mm-hmm. A reboot yes. of an all-female led. I heard with, about that with Margot Robbie at the helm. That you know, when you're first starting off with that, it really sounded like you're just going to start off with like a soft porn parody. All-female cast pirates. I mean, I technically mean, there was. There, Wasn't there? There, there is. Pirate there, movie. There, 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 every more. every franchise has a porn parody. Well, no, no, I'm does, talking about that award-winning pirate one. But why is does there the, award-winning one? Why yeah. does the poster look so realistic? Yes, have you seen it? The poster. I gotta see this. I remember Adrian, you showed me the poster. And I was like, "Yo, I if that was next to the actual movies of Pirates of the Caribbean, I would have never been able to tell the difference at first glance." Pirates that one, two thousand. There he goes, the very first one. Okay, I can see, look at that. Look at that. Okay, that and it won awards. Like it apparently has a really good story to it. Okay, okay I can see that. I get that. I, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'm, more, I'm more amazed to like. Do you think the budget for the poster costs as much as the film? Oh, it costs Dude, more. It says, okay, it has a report budget over well over a million dollars, which in a porn, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. That's an expensive porn. Did they actually fuck on the ship or something? <laughs> Apparently. God, God every... <laughs> just rented like, out the Queen Mary. And oh, dressed no. It up. <laughs> I'm just curious. Like, honestly, I, I'm very curious about it. I'm having to watch that all, so I'm like, I kind of want to watch it to see what's it about. The sequel was made with an even bigger budget of eight million. Jesus. Oh wow! It's considered the most expensive porn film ever. Wow. Are we gonna watch this on Friendsgiving? Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Oh, click, on, are we, <laughs> click on awards. Are we gonna watch this? Are we? Are we gonna? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Okay. Okay. We're getting sidetracked oh here. We're getting sidetracked, but um. But I, yeah, we're, there you go, Mike. Your next <laughs> film you're gonna watch. Oh my, this is, this is wild. <laughs> no, Mike, this is your next franchise you're going to cover right here. What the fuck? <laughs> God damn it. Can we get that franchise at Universal? <laughs> oh my God, it would shut down within a day. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, actually, no, it's in Florida. I don't know. Maybe it might be. Maybe. maybe it knows? might be cheered on. I don't know. But, uh, but yes, it was supposed to be an all-female led cast, Pirates of the Caribbean. However, now with the return of Johnny Depp, the movie's been scrapped. Of course. Yeah. Okay. I thought that last time I heard that they're just done with it. Like they're not even going to do any, they're not even going to reboot it or nothing. No, they were going to reboot it. They're still Again, left that reboot? They were still going to be rebooted. Yeah. With Johnny Depp? Now with Johnny Depp. Before they weren't because of the whole Amber Heard thing. Yeah. Remember? And then fired him and then fast forward through the defamation case, blah, 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 blah. blah and they hired him back on. But the amount of money they paid they paid out to get him back was definitely like, hey, you have I'm, to make I'm, it. I'm sorry. No, oh. it wasn't even like a, you have to make it. It was like, Hey, so like now that you're, you know, not as bad as we thought you were, you want to come back and here's some and extra money on top. He was like, yeah, whatever extra money you had add more. Yeah. Because they even said in the defamation case, like Johnny Depp has said that he's not willing to come back to, he's not willing to come back to work for Disney or pirates even if they offered him over three hundred million and a llama, <laughs> and what did they pay him? They paid him over three hundred million and a llama. And a llama. <laughs> that was like with like hand in pockets, looking down, like scuffing the shoes. Like, hey, so like, 
Sorry for like all that stuff we said about like letting you go and stuff. <laughs> That's still weird. That it's still weird. The idea of like we're gonna reboot the series. With the same characters. I mean, that's the thing that's been kind of happening recently, though, where it's not even if like a full reboot, but, you know, they're a continuation. I mean, think about like Scream, where they're bringing that back with all the same cast members. But that was like, like that. a straight continuation. Unless they do a retcon where they did like where Halloween, where they're like, all right, now this different storyline. But what was and that now, called? It, it wasn't a retcon in Scream, but it was like requel. 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 Yeah. Think they're gonna kind of do something like that. Probably. Yeah, I think for I, parrots, yeah, they'll probably do something. Yeah, like I think that. they'll ignore the last two films and like, all right, we'll just you know. Honestly, the last two films are shit. Yeah. yeah, they were. Those are cash grabs. Oh, that's cash grabs. But you know what's a huge cash grab hmm. is our huge our topic for tonight. Yes, you yes. know, we got Thanksgiving coming around at the corner. So, what is an always good thing to talk about Thanksgiving? Native Americans. Here we and go. And here is a big thing that happens to Native Americans in films. They don't actually get played by Native Americans. Nope. Nope. Yes, they mostly get played by every other race besides for the actual race that plays them. And that has been a huge thing in film. Now, before we fully get into this, I want to give a full shout out to our sponsor. Give it to him, bro. Yeah, Audible. That's right. That's right, Audible, the leading provider of audiobooks. They have over 180,000 audiobooks to choose from. This week, I am reading... Call It Courage by Armstrong Sperry, also narrated by Lou Diamond Phillips, <laughs> who is Wait, an what? actor notorious for playing Native American roles, and he's not even Native American himself. What's, is, what's, what's Lou Diamond Phillips? Is he, Filip is he Filipino, right? We should probably check that one out first. Yeah, is I'm it, pretty sure he's Filipino. I think he's like half... Is this part of like... You know, I'm not even going to go into that. <laughs> I, I can't. You really don't want to, do you? Yeah, yeah so he's Filipino. He's yeah, American. Filipino. Yeah, past, half Filipino, half. Dude, for the longest time, I thought he was Native American. He is not. Not even an ounce. No. Damn. <laughs> yep. But yes, you can find Call It Courage on Audible. So, of course, visit www.audibletrial.com forward slash red band. For a 30-day free trial, you get one credit, good for any premium selection title you like, yours to keep forever. The Audible catalog also contains podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals. So go check out www.audibletrial.com forward slash redband. That's right. That's www.audibletrial.com forward slash R-E-D-B-A-N-D redband. Now on to our topic. Yeah, this has been a huge thing going on for a very long time but this Lou Diamond Phillips was the actor I first recognized that it was a trend and then I started looking back into other films and I'm like okay this guy is a native this guy is a native it's like you know that commercial like we saw yeah. we talked about it last yeah, week last right week. yeah with um the, the crying Indian the crying Indian and yes. it was actual Italian That's who yeah. played that role uh, what's his name it was like um iron um, no, they called him Iron. They called Iron Eyes Cody. Yes. But um his actual name, Espero Oscar de Cordy. <laughs> yes. He played a native. <laughs> you know, that famous commercial where, you know, someone threw out some trash and then they pan up to his face and he's crying. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's just that one famous just it's by the way, it's not even throwing trash. They literally like Threw an entire dumpster on his foot. Oh, I know. Yeah. They threw it was like garbage food. It was like, it was messed up. Like, the, the way I remember it was like a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. Then we, we watched the clip like, damn, these are assholes. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you even got Johnny Depp, Lone yeah. Ranger in 2013. Played a native. Played a native, played Tonto. Mm -hmm. Dude, he even did the voice and everything. He did. You have uh, um, Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn, Unforgiven, 1960. Um, Burt Lancaster, Apache in 1954. I mean, it just, the list goes on I and love on Burt and on. Lancaster. Of course. And none of these, would, I wouldn't say none of these were really offensive. Offensive, not to us. Not to <laughs> us. Unfortunately, yeah. not to us. But I mean, when someone appropriates your culture and says, you know, that's your uh, representation. Yeah. Just that's who it is. It's like, damn, that hurts. Where it's like, yeah, I know. Like, I saw Lone Ranger. I'm not talking and about. I really love Tonto. It's yeah. Like, I'm, not, I'm not talking about like the representation. I'm talking about like the actual the illustrated portrayal. portrayal. Like, it's not over the top, insensitive, stereotypical. 
I don't know. There don't was know. There's someone... some of these, yes, some of these, yes, but not all of these. Like you can definitely argue with the Johnny Depp Tonto. You can definitely argue that one. Yeah, yeah, you can argue that. Yeah, but, but something, but something like you know the crying Indian who just looks in the camera and cry like that's it's not too offensive no, in no, the way where it's like no. yeah, uh, I have not seen. Apache in such a long time, so I cannot yeah. remember Burt Lancaster's role if he was very insensitive or very stereotypical or stereotypical for like a native. Yeah, I can't remember that one at all. Yeah, that's that's one I, I watched maybe one time when I was a kid, and that was it. But are there any of like roles you could think of where you were like, okay, that's that's a little offensive right there. That they should never have played that. You Dude. had one here, um, actor Deborah Paget. Played an Indian maiden, na- uh, maiden presumably. Uh, I wish I could pronounce the name right. S I O U X. Sue. Sue. Yeah. Presumably Sue in the Last Hunt, and there's a part where she's like in the river and she's like trying to bathe, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, you catch like the maiden at the last. Oh, like the seductive, wild native, almost. Almost savagery, but yet such beauty in this water. And it's like, okay, fucking relax. <laughs> like, what I'm saying is, like, has there anyone played a native on the level of like Mickey Rourke breakfast at Tiffany's uh, level? <laughs> I mean, not you that. You know, there probably or is. Like, oh, there is something I'm not like, aware of. The minute you see her, like, oh my God, that is no, no. <laughs> Oh man. I'm sure there yeah. is. I mean, if you go up th- through that list, I'm sure there is mm-hmm. just like one person go like, Jesus Christ, what were they thinking? Yeah. Uh, I think Mike has a better extensive list, right? Yes. I got one that ranges all the way from, I got the years right here. Starts out all the way in 1952. Mm. Or no, sorry, 1936. Starts all the way in 36 and moves all the way up into the 80s. Oh man. All the way up into 19... Oh, wow. Really? What? Hold on. Sorry. I'll go back on that one. Uh, All the way up until 1972. Okay. Being the last one. But I was looking at this one. You know what? Hmm. What? I was trying to remember that one. An actor, uh, Eli Wallach, Mm -hmm. as Calvera in The Magnificent Seven. He was also the uh, in the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But, but see, that, that's did not, he play? See, that's did still he? not like too too offensive onto that level. It's more. It's not the fe- that the fact that they're being offensive. It's just that uh. that you had you had options to you know try to cast it as Native American, mm-hmm. but you chose you know essentially just getting uh, a higher named you know actor like, or actress. Yeah, but the fact that you know. They but did like, their, their version of the fact that what bothers me is they did their version of blackface. They did brownface. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they got, I mean, a lot of them are like pale white mm-hmm. and, and they tell like, them to get a good tan, get a good tan or just, you know, bronze them up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And there you go. Native American. <laughs> oh yeah. The spray tans. Yes. Oh, they probably were a spray tanning. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. There's a couple of them that you look at the photos like ah, the little, the little browner than usual. <laughs> right. And you're like, you're looking a little. A little abnormally dark. But here's the thing. When, could you possibly make the argument how many natives were actually, like people who are Native American, were actually at this time like attending film school, acting classes, that kind of stuff? Not many. You see what I'm saying? I'm like, saying I know. Like, you, can, you can make the argument now, today, yeah. now. But back then, how many... They were, they're always looking for people within those groups, those acting circle groups. So yeah. it's not like they're going to these random reservations and they're just trying to pick up like, hey, do you want to be in a movie? Yeah. So how many were they actually giving no, open I, casting calls and then how many people who are Native Americans actually showed up to these casting calls? No, no. I always, For me, I always try to look at, you know, the from the period of its time through that window. Yeah. And as much as people don't like it, it's just that's how things were at that time. Mm-hmm. So including, you know, racist casting and, you know, writing and whatever it was, I have to just look at through that window what happened during that time. During that time. And yeah. what was considered normal at that time. Mm. And it does make sense that there weren't, you know, if there were very few or if any mm-hmm. um, Native American actors that they would even allow to cast. The idea that even allowing them to go try not for this role. So I can't, 
Yeah. It was racist, but at the same time, it's what they allowed. There's other factors that yeah. were involved. Yeah. Where it's like now today, like you can't film a movie like Prey or like, hey, we're having these, you know, Native Americans could be taking out Predator and to be starring Emma Stone. <laughs> <laughs> She's already played a, a half Hawaiian, half, half Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> Japanese, <laughs> half Norwegian. I, I mean, in the last, sailor. honestly, in the last it's got to be like the last five years or so. And we've gotten actually a lot better at it. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, come on. How how difficult would you say it would be to find something like exactly what we were talking about with like Black Panther 2? You had Teno Huerta, who's actually someone who is indigenously native to the Aztec tribe that the they were borrowing inspiration for for the name or character like they went that far to the detail to make sure the actor himself was a part of that culture do you no, think no, that uh ryan coogler had anything to do with that no no, no sure. that's just that's casting that's all that's all casting and but they put effort into you know they put the money into casting to go you know we need these actors go out and look for them yeah like how many students can you say take that much of an effort it's and I get it that, you know, not many do it because they're on a time constraint where they're like, yeah, yeah. We got eight weeks to make this film. Find me my actors right now. And you, a lot of times you want to make money, you need the big stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, you know, if you're going to make a Ghost in the Shell movie, you know, maybe you want, you know, some Scarlett Johansson playing the character instead of, you know, any other random that's Asian the only, person. No, no. That's the only one movie I will fight. <laughs> You'll fight. <laughs> yeah. I'll fight for that movie. You'll <laughs> fight that for any other ones I won't, but. Unfortunately for that one, which is not even a great film to be in, <laughs> but I will fight that one because the creator said that's what they wanted. Oh yeah. The rest of the world, the one that bitched. But they, you know, that is how things go. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, it's all about the money. It's about the Benjamins. Yeah. Like, I mean, we got Brad Pitt as a Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Like I like I was like, huh? Really? That's it. <laughs> you want me to convince that this dude right here? Yeah, right. It is a thing. Like you, you don't think about how offensive it is, and then you try to take it to the aspect is what happens. They do that, you know, with your culture. Oh no, they do, dude. They did that to my culture so many times. Come on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so like, many times. Well, you're like, huh? That's that's. I mean, Antonio Banderas is not. What is he? Uh, Spaniard, right? I think so. I think so. And they haven't played a Mexican in. What's this movie's called? Uh, Every other movie. Yeah. But Once Upon a Time in Mexico. That's yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah, he's Spanish. Yeah, he's Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. See, look at that. <laughs> They're like Spaniard, Mexican. It's close Spanish. enough. It's close, like, Spanish? Man, nah, that's that's universal. That's all right. It's like, <laughs> like dude, we can get com- away with that. Dude, that's completely different for Spanish and a completely different look. I want to see, just in general, how many times Lou Diamond Phillips has played a Native American. How many times played a Mexican? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how many times he's played a race other than Filipino. Oh, man. Is that his entire career? Has he ever once played a Filipino? Yeah, I'm sure he has. No, but let's bullshit. See his, let's see his films. Oh, man. Let's see. Let's see La, La Bamba. Bamba. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I forgot about La Bamba. Young, oh, no, I remember young that Guns. Jose Chavez. Uh, yeah. See Officer Jim Chi. Oh, Jose no. Fuentes. <laughs> I'm looking at just the names himself. I'm not even looking at the movies. I'm just like, huh. He was in Wind Talkers. I yeah, that. Wind Talkers, man. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah, he played, he played one of the natives, did. right? Like one of the Wind yes. Talkers, right? Yeah, yeah, so that's one. Play Code. Oh, what we got here? I think the only one he's ever played just like, just himself. Because he made a random appearance in Four Brothers. Do you remember that movie? Yeah, I, remember, yeah. I don't remember him in Four Brothers. What was he in Four For Brothers? For like two seconds, really? he was the contractor that uh, they go see. Damn, what the hell is the name of the actor? He's in Fast and Furious. Earn uh, that paycheck. Ludacris? No. Oh, sorry, um, Tyrese. Sorry, Tyrese. Tyrese, sorry. Tyrese Gibson yeah. goes and sees him because he's having some questionable thoughts about his other brother, played by Andre 3000. And he goes and meets his old brother's co-worker who is a contractor. And he just randomly plays a contractor. They explain nothing about the ethnicity. He's just there. That's it. Like, look at, he's literally for like maybe three seconds. Was he even credited? Uh, probably. But probably not like on the main, like, 
list. <laughs> no, is, is this a, are you sure, dude? I swear to you, he is in there. Are you sure? I, I remember Are you sure vividly. you're thinking about Adam Beach? Oh, God damn it. That's who I'm thinking about. <laughs> I was Motherfucker. Like, I was like, I'm pretty I was like, sure he was not in there. <laughs> Adam Beach. He's another one. What is He's he? the one I'm thinking of that was in Four Brothers. Oh, no. Uh, uh, Flags of Our Fathers. And he was the one that was in Wind Talkers. Okay. Okay. And he's Canadian. God. F- <laughs> <laughs> like, Canadian? Like, Native Canadian, Canadian. Let's see. Huh? He is. Oh, First Nation. Yeah. So, First Nation. Oh, so, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. All so right. yeah, Canadian. Yeah, Native. Okay. 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 Yeah. okay we're, so we're, that works. That works. Gotcha. Okay. So, so that makes oh. sense a little bit in Wind Talkers. Yeah. Or is that still borderline? Like, you know what? He's not but from the it, tribe area. Like, yeah. Now it gets to that level of like, is he I from the like, same tribe area? I feel like this is a very you, you can only, sensitive. You can only go so far. You can only only go so far because at that point you're getting into the territory of like if any black person played anything from historical Africa. Oh my goodness, what tribe they're from? Any Asian person plays anything historical from China or like Japan? Oh, which kind of section or the region they're from? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, it makes yeah, it gets into that really tricky area where some, eventually we will we will reach that point though. Like I, at what point where you can't have a California play a Texan? Dude, we, I guarantee one day we'll reach that point. <laughs> we will definitely reach that point. We've had an Irishman play a Texan. Yeah, no, but I'm talking about the idea that yeah, and they, he didn't even hide the accent. <laughs> like I say, we'll we will get to that point where we'll care what state they were born in to play to play the role. Can I we, pause really quick? Sure. Just because that reminded me of Transformers. Can I talk to you about the most like ridiculous scene? What in that movie? What first? Can you guess it? But wait, which Transformers? Um, what's the first movie that Mark Wahlberg comes in? Age of uh, Extinction. Age of Extinction. Yeah. All yeah. right. Can Can you think of the scene that you think I'm thinking of? Talking about the beer scene? No, not the beer scene. Even though that is ridiculous as well. Uh, the him with his daughter yelling at him. Nope. Close. <laughs> Does that, does that have to do with the daughter? It does have to do with the daughter. <sighs> I don't know. Give up? Yeah. It's the scene where he meets the daughter's boyfriend for the first time, and he tells them their age. And that he's like over like- he's Oh, you're like talking 20. about the Romeo and Juliet law? Yes. That thing? <laughs> but the most ridiculous part is the fact that this man not only memorized the law, but carries it in his back pocket everywhere he goes. So that if anyone asks, how old are you? He's got it on hand to slap down. This is it's okay. The law this made is illegal. statutory. <laughs> this is legal. <laughs> he's he whips that out faster than his than his fucking ID card when he's getting carded for a bar. No, just letting you know, Romeo and Juliet law. <laughs> like it's not statutory. He goes to can buy a beer. He's like, hey, this is ID. Accidentally takes that card out. Oh, sorry. You know, fucking underage girl. <laughs> that part lives in my mind right next to the Mark Wahlberg beer scene. So that was written into, someone wrote that. Mark, no, that's a Michael Bay fucking thing. I know that for a fact. I feel like that's some shit Michael Bay wrote it. No, no. I'm pretty sure Michael Bay got that, told him to do something with it. <laughs> and someone had to send them write it. Like someone actually write down that scene out. That scene out. <laughs> this went so off the rails. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that part just I had to get that out really quick because that is so out of pocket. I, the Romeo okay, and Juliet law. It is, yeah. <laughs> Dude, the, what I love is the fact that you have to have a, you have an intrusive thought that you have to have you have to get it out. I had to. I had to get it no out. No matter what the situation it was is. eating at me. I just like, I don't know how I, Adam Beach reminded you of that. I know. <laughs> because I I don't know. It, it went off. It went off the rail. I just like the fact that you ever, you ever have a thought like, I got to get this out right now. I'm it needs to come out, out I right how, now. I don't care how inappropriate it is. I got to tell the someone. The intrusive <laughs> thoughts need to come out and I need them to be conversed. Anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, back, back on topic. Okay, let's, back let's on topic. Back on. You guys think about... Before we close out, any other actors that you know who've played Native Americans that weren't or who was a Native American that played the role? Uh, the one that was not Native that recently passed away was uh, Little Feather. Little Feather. She was That's not Native. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but she apparently, you know, lived the lifestyle she lived. You know, I think she lived on the reservation as well. So okay. it's one of those things where she like she I mean, I'm not sure how it works on, you know, for Natives. But 
to me, she's all good in the book. Uh, especially, you know, she went through years of, you know, death threats, attacks. Uh, John Wayne pretty much trying to kill her. <laughs> I'll I never let that. that down. I'll never. Just, just so, hear you saying wait. that. It's just like. John you, Wayne tried to kill her? <laughs> he would have. No, no, no. He like he he tried to get into a fight with her at the yeah. Oscar that night. Just hear you talking about that is like seeing a complete like stereotypical wigger, <laughs> a white boy that wants to be black, and then Adrian's like, no, no, he's cool. I allow it. And Adrian's not even a black. <laughs> like I said, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. But uh, maybe you want to let me know how that works. Like every time, because I. There, there's not that many like honorary Mexicans. I'll tell you that. No, there's not. <laughs> that'll be like that. Like Colton coming over here with a poncho, sombrero, the most racist Hispanic accent, and I'm be like, hey, it works. <laughs> no, no, no. I do got an honorary Mexican, Ben Affleck. Look him up real quick. He him is. talking Spanish. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It was in an interview. It was an interview. Uh, ben Affleck. Do you think that was JLo? But here's the thing, though. Why no, no. did it sound so freaking good? No, he's it. it it's sounds, good. Why, it's good. Why did it sound like he was talking to like his mom? Like, listen to this. See, he talks like someone from TJ. I'm not lying. I'm not joking. Listen, listen to more of it. What It's like the way he accents. No joke. That's a TJ accent. That is. Isn't JLo TJ? No. No, she's Puerto Rican. She's Puerto Rican. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I felt racist. My bad. But the point is that man practiced. He's been around. He's been around the culture. Oh, no. He's been around because he's got, he doesn't have that thing where most people have that, uh, uh, where they speak Spanish, but they have that, what's it called, that weird accent to it. Yeah, well, they try to yeah. over-enunciate. They try to over-enunciate, yes. and it just sounds weird. And they don't allow the flow. Yeah. It's like, this guy got it. Yeah, he got it. But he got it too deep. He 100% lived in the area for some time. Oh, no, this guy's known. <laughs> he drank out of the river. Oh, <laughs> this guy talked to his gardeners. This guy talked to his He's talked to his gardeners. He's talked to him. He's like, see, si, see, si, muy. I like it. Like he, he, it's the it's the crescendo up. Yes. In the in the in the way he's talking. Instead of just like, yeah, see. Si, no, si. do you think it's one of those things where he's gonna meet JLo's family? He's like, shit, they're in it. They ain't gonna make fun of this white boy. He <laughs> practiced on Rosetta Stone for at least a month. And then he, wherever he went, he just lived in the culture for like Another month just to oh, no. nail it. Do this. If he lived in LA, I guarantee <laughs> that's all he came across people from like oh, TJ yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and south, like north of Mexico, because that's that straight accent. That is, uh, that that is, is the that, accent. It, it key is spot on right yeah. there. So, yeah, he's an RA Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get that level of dedication for anyone who's like native, playing a native role? Dude, once you get deep into it, like that's damn. I mean, was it bringing Iron Eyes, Cody Iron Eyes? Oh is yeah, that was, is that is that was his name? Yeah, uh, or Oscar Iron- de Cody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he or Asper de Cody. Yeah. Eventually lived on the reservation. Oh yeah, he lived the life, right? Yeah, he lived yeah. life. Yeah, he one hundred percent got deep in it. <coughs> so I mean, so. at least he didn't just. Culture appropriate it. No, yeah. he's lived it. He but lived I, it. But it's I one want, I appreciate when people actually do that. But I wonder if it's appreciated on the reservation. Yeah. Or if it's if just it's, like this motherfucker's just trying to be like us. If I mean, if, I don't know if it's just because, you know, if he's been there for years, he lives life mm-hmm. and, you know, he takes the punishment as much as anyone else. Mm-hmm. More power to him. But if it's anything like what's her face uh, that pretend to be black. Oh, oh, that one woman. Yeah. That one woman decided like the second someone called the N word one time. She was like. Nope. Yeah. And it's like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. 
You want to be this? You got you got. Well, the thing is, she got scholarships. She got grants. Yeah, but if she like, but the problem is that she gave up. If she were like double down, says nope, this is my lifestyle. I'll do what it takes. Do mm-hmm. you think that she also kind of got grants and scholarships? What was her name? I don't know. Uh, I, I gotta. Remember. I need to look it up again. Wasn't she like? Because you of- also gotta think as well that most of the time that people of color aren't chosen because of the way their name sounds. No, she changed her name, didn't she? Rachel. Oh, see, you already got it, Rachel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rachel Dolzel. Yeah. See, already, Rachel Dolzel. She really had the blackface, didn't she? She tanned, really tanned up and... Yeah, she's saying, I was identifying as black to upset people. I was being me. Bullshit. Bullshit. Uh, yeah. As soon as you read the name of Rachel, you got the scholarship. And then it's like, and you're black? Oh, wow. That's right there, that fucking photo. Yep, oh, right there. Geez. And she was a... She was an activist. I feel like... Oh, she was a president of the... And I, how many? Oh, fuck. Do yeah, think- uh, she was the president. Sorry, of the National Associated for the Advancement of Colored People, NAAA or NAACP. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sure she had good intentions, but did you really have to go that far? <sighs> Here's the thing, though. It's like she could have just pointed herself out as like, "Hey, I just love black culture. I love black people," and she would have been accepted. Let's say for me, for Mexican. If you have some a white boy playing Mexican, if he knows understands the culture, speaks it correctly, mm-hmm. and live the lifestyle, I'll go, for, dude, go for it. <laughs> yeah, I have to say the same. I definitely say the same. I don't want to put such a heavy emphasis on. Yeah, you need to get the right race for the right role, and they have to be like a match for a match. At the same time, when things look a little too far out, mm-hmm. yeah. maybe, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't push it. Yeah, you know. Maybe you shouldn't try having, you know, Tom Cruise playing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you know. Maybe that won't work. No. No, 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 no. You do not. <laughs> when it comes to like, okay, I will make one little th- final thing saying yeah. that when people bitch about like race swapping fantasy characters, if it's a historical sense, yes, get angry. If it's a fantasy sense, don't watch the movie. Just do something else. If you're bitching about Little Mermaid, watch something else. Don't watch it. What happened if it's like, it's still fictional, but it's still based on like a grounded reality. So you have something like The Revenant, but if all those Native Americans were just played by like Mexicans. No, no I'm saying if it's like, it's a, if I'm talking like full fantasy, you know, okay, okay. I'm, I'm talking like a fully nonfiction, but I'm talking like a, maybe a fictional universe, but using nonfictional people or mm-hmm. using real people. Yeah, keep it to the matched up. If it's okay, a histor- okay. historical fantasy, I guess you keep it matched up. Okay. But if it's a full fantasy where it's fucking- like Star Wars and something like that, dude, doesn't matter. Come on, yeah, it's Marvel. Like, yeah, it's a comic book. It's a it's a fictional literature, dude. Let it leave it alone. If you <laughs> if you don't like it, watch something else. And for those bitching about Little Mermaid, it is a kids film. You're let crying, me, you're let crying me just, about a kids film. Let me just tell you one thing about the Little Mermaid before we sign out. Don't bring the fucking fish. The marketing for this movie was brilliant. You know why? Why? Because people were so preoccupied with the Black Mermaid, it drew away any sort of attention to get T-boned by fucking Flounder. flounder. <laughs> just show, just get, show my last image. Show, show me Flounder. Okay. One final, one final image, just you, so we could. You thought you had a problem with the Black Mermaid of a fictional creature that doesn't even exist? Let me show you what flounder looks like based on a fish, based on a cartoon fish. Fucking nightmare fuel. It, oh, they only got an image, you right? They only got images. Okay, let me go to Google. <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to have nightmares, this is what you look at. Remember how flounder used to be like the, the scared fish where it's like, oh, Ariel, I'm pretty scared. No. No, this is fear. This is fear. It's fear itself. This is what fear <laughs> actually looks like look at those eyebrows the the eyebrows eyebrows. no teeth nothing just swallows the souls of its victims why they give it a hyper realistic realistic body of fin design and then that face of just fear (laughs) they give it a humanoid face that's a problem 
Like, oh, here it is from the side. No, oh, not working no. for you. Not there's, working for you. Guys. There's more images from different sides. Oh yeah, you got to get venomous. 360, man. Oh no, <laughs> it looks like they, it they kill you. got it from the back. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> Dude, it looks like it could kill you. The marketing scheme of this this movie was brilliant because you. Ever, what about if this would have been better? I would have preferred that. Wait, go back to the uh, one on the left. Uh, no, 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 no. The one with Ariel on it. Because the one, the everyone. Left, yeah. See, the the I guess that's what the play. Yeah, yeah. I could honestly, care less. But I'm just saying, like, dude. I mean, look at that. It looks a lot less, a lot more pleasing than that. Yes. <laughs> like, y'all think that you had a problem with a fictional creature that doesn't even exist based on the race and ethnicity of this creature? No, that's not your problem. Your problem is flounder. <laughs> <laughs> I know your problem you're, will always be flounder. I know you're listening, Disney. I know you're out there listening, you motherfucker. You fix this. You fix it right. Because the last thing I want, you think this is bad? Think about a hyper-realistic Sebastian. Think about that nightmare fuel. What do you think that's going to look like? I can't wait till I see that. I'm going to be terrified. <laughs> no! No, this is a... That one's fake. The one That's on fake. the right. Is oh, fake. thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Bro, you you have no idea. I was oh shit. <laughs> that can't be real. Just uh, do you think he's gonna have a Jamaican accent? Oh, definitely. What definitely. If they, <laughs> what if they fix it and it's just a normal accent, but like Ariel, things are much better down here in the ocean. No, they give him a surfer accent. Ariel, it's like way better down here. What if they get the voice actor of the guy that was like, just get pitted and just smacked and whoop, <laughs> drop in, just <laughs> <laughs> like grab him to be the voice of Sebastian. Stay down here, Ariel. <laughs> so I bring that guy up now. <laughs> It's like mad unfun up there. <laughs> it's like no chill. <laughs> These are not the vibes. <laughs> Let it be the voice of the guy who plays Chicken Joe. <laughs> Here's what Mike's talking about. Dude, you get the best barrels ever, dude. Just like pull in and you just get spit right out of them. You just drop in and just smack the lid. Whoop! 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 Oh wait, play the rest of it. Just, you finish, it off. just finish it off. Just drop in, just ride the barrel and get pitted. I want that one. You want him to? I play want him to play Sebastian. Oh God, we okay, went so off the topic. Off topic so I want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's podcast. I'm curious on your thoughts on tonight's topic. How do you feel about other ethnicities playing Native Americans, or just in general other ethnicities playing? ethnicities that are their own you can leave a comment below if you're watching this on the next year youtube channel if not we'll put this open our open forum on our website at www.nextyearpro.com forward slash red band podcast for a list of discuss episode topics and various other film related news we put episodes every monday for audio listeners you can find the red band podcast on itunes amazon music spotify iHeartRadio, and of course our website which i'll say again www.nextyearpro.com forward slash red band podcast and as usual before we fully close out mike has a few extra end notes for you guys yes as always all the different ways you could be able to listen to us especially iHeartRadio, spotify apple podcasts itunes amazon music and more not to mention we have our patreon account that we still have linked up which would be really really helpful i messed up on my uh, you know i'm just gonna start that part over <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I, I messed up on some words. What I meant to say <laughs> was that it would be really helpful for those that went to our Patreon account and subscribed because different subscribers with the different subscriptions, more subscribers equals more content. So if you head on over there, subscribe to our monthly, one of our monthly packages, that would be 
awesome. Maybe share with a friend if uh, you know they'd be interested, as well as following our YouTube page and our Instagram account that we also have up. We'll post those up. And the YouTube, you can be able to watch us do our live banters if you want to see us argue and you know see more images of what we're looking up here on the computer screen. Uh, be able to head on over there, leave a comment down below what you think we probably missed in this segment or what you think we should add in for the next segment. Like, subscribe, share, and that's all I got. All right, guys, you heard it from Mike. Please like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Later, taters. <laughs>